plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are locked on Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. I'm your host, Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. It is Thursday, November 17th. I got a good show planned for today. Uh, big story remains to be Tony Romo and his concession speech, essentially, of taking a back seat and becoming Dak Prescott's backup. I talked with Jason Witten. The other day, I'll play some of that audio, as well as Jason Garrett, and uh, later in the show, I will play some sound from Vince Maley, who is on the 53-man roster. Jeff Swaim, done for the year, the reserve tight end, had a pectoral injury. He is undergoing surgery this week, and he is going to miss uh, four months, so clearly uh, we won't hear or see from Jeff Swaim again until... 2017 so but as as everyone probably knows the big news is Tony Romo uh, and his speech and pretty much conceding the starting quarterback position to Dak Prescott and he's gotten a lot of praise a lot of uh, accolades for kind of how he handled the position uh, handled the situation and rightfully so. Uh, at the same time, there wasn't much else Tony Romo could do or else he'd come across as selfish or not a team guy. But still, uh, for a competitor as co- competitive as it, the NFL is and for how much adrenaline and juices flow, uh, it's still tough to kind of take a back seat. And uh, Jason Winton is kind of in that uh, – or probably has a better understanding than a lot of the young guys in the locker room just given how long he's been around the NFL he's obviously put up Hall of Fame numbers but uh, you know he is on the backside of his career as well uh, he certainly won't play 14 <laughs> 28 years so uh, you know he his shots his chances are dwindling as well and uh, here's what Jason Witten had to say about Tony Romo and uh, as everyone knows, Tony Romo and Jason Wynn are best friends, very tight, very close, on the field, off the field. Uh, so it is very uh, interesting to hear what Jason Wynn had to think about the whole situation. I mean, uh, you know, I was in the weight room and, and uh, got word that he was talking, you know. So um, I thought he did a really good job to come out and, and to address it the way he did. And just proud of him to handle it the, the way he did and use the words. That he's um, thought about a long time. Thought it really embodied everything we want on this team, and certainly what he's been all about for 14 years. He's been here in this organization. You know, Jason is both a friend and a teammate. How hard was it for him to say what he said on Tuesday? Well, I think he's put a lot of thought and time into it, and uh, you know, I, I think certainly he's seen what this team's been able to accomplish. You know, and to be able to have that view from the sideline and, and to watch, uh, I, I think that's what. 
we all appreciate about that, just the authenticness and, and really the, the, how real he was and just how he handled the situation. And uh, I think when he says those things about Dak and this football team, uh, I think it gives a lot of um, trust and confidence in other people. And how much gas does he have in the tank? <laughs> oh, I, that's for him to answer, but, you know, I, I've said it before, I certainly wouldn't bet against him in those situations. So, um, you know, he would be able to answer that better than I can. But you expect him to be playing, if not this year, at some point? Yeah, I, I, yeah I don't think he's planning on retiring anytime soon. Uh, as I said, I mean, I wouldn't bet against him. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I mean, we always talk. It wasn't just for sure. that situation. What did you tell him? No, it was just good conversation, you know. I mean, but he handled it well. Jason, has it crossed your mind that Tony might not take another snap as a Cowboys quarterback, though? No. Hey, come on, guys. I, mean, I, I think he talked last night, yesterday to you guys, and now you got. I mean, that's. He embodies everything you want. I mean, that's a good conversation. Let, he said it. Let's move forward with the football team. And I don't think that's entered my mind. It hasn't entered anybody's mind. I mean, uh, really, I, I, I think more than anything else, as teammates and friends, you, you look at it from the standpoint of, you know, that's not easy to get up and, and have that conversation. And um, to do it in such a uh, delicate way like you did, you're proud of him. But other than that, you know, I think for all of us, we just got to move forward. Have you, have you watched the whole thing? Yeah. yeah. What were you thinking as you watched it? It was really good. Jason, he said that the fire still burns as bright as ever in him. How do you see that? What, what do you see? How, even if he's not been on the, on the practice field or even what he's been in the last three weeks, how have you seen that he still has the desire to, to be what, what he's been? Well, I think you, you would have to just know him and, and trust in what he said there. I mean, uh, every single day how he goes about it the way he goes to work and approaches it. Um, so, you, you know, that through all that, I mean, going back to training camp and how he felt and, and going into camp, I think it showed there and every step of the way coming back. So, uh, you know, I, you just had a few practices with him out there on the field. But, you know, I mean, from that standpoint, you, you definitely see him and how he's approaching it. And uh, so, yeah, I just think that's just he's always been that way, you know, and, and uh you don't see that easing up any out there on the field. Does the statement help the team in any way? I know you guys probably know how Tony feels, but for him to publicly put that out there, if you put any rumors to rest, I don't know. No, I think I, I think it does. I mean, really, I don't understand why we're even having this conversation right now. But, uh, you know, it really is. I mean, you, you really can't say it better than what he said yesterday. And, uh, you know, I think for the words that he said about that, uh, and the, the way he addressed it, I think it's great for everyone, you know, in the football team. And the best thing this team's done is just limited and, and eliminated the distractions, and uh, that's for everybody. We've got to continue to do that. I uh, thought Tony certainly took the lead in how he approached it, and, and uh, we move forward. That's his good friend. Is it hard for you at all, or is it just what's going on with the team? Kind of put that aside. Yeah, I think it, it goes. You know, I mean, certainly as a friend, you know, I mean, you, you never see want to see a teammate or, or a buddy get hurt and injured. But um, you know, I think for this football team and where we're at, uh, we all we have to go move forward. It's what Tony said. It's professional football. Uh, you know, that doesn't minimize anything else and what everybody else on this football team's done. Yeah, it's certainly done a really good job. First nine weeks of the season.
Jason Winton, and as you heard, he thought Tony couldn't handle. He he didn't think Tony could handle it much better, and there's not much else Jason Winton could really say other than you know, hey, we support you. Uh, you know, I thought he handled it well, and, and clearly, uh, you know, he was happy to see Tony handle it. And uh, I'll play some quick audio from Jason Garrett. Here's kind of what Jason Garrett thought of Tony Romo's speech and, and the team going forward. Thank you. 
All right, that was uh, Jason Garrett there, and you know Jason Garrett was one of those who didn't want to talk too much, and you know he always preaches uh, being your best today, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And you know he wasn't going to get too carried away uh, in making the day about Tony or whatnot, but even though it did feel like a borderline retirement uh, press conference, clearly Jason Garrett. You know what uh, was happy. I, everyone within the locker room seemed uh, happy with how Tony handled it. And now it's time to move forward, move on to the Ravens, and we'll get more into that on uh, tomorrow's show. But uh, real quick, I did want to just play brief audio. Uh, not much of a talker, but Vince Melee is uh, on the 53-man roster. Spent last season with the Cowboys. Uh, practice squad he's a guy who played at washington state under former texas tech coach mike leach uh has all the athletic ability in the world does have an issue dropping the ball uh but you know he'll probably be asked you know to do more h back and blocking and stuff like that uh when his number is called but here is vince melee melee excuse me uh uh on getting the call up to the big leagues Obvious question, but what, what does it mean to get up uh, to the 53-man roster? Uh, it means a lot. I've been working hard for it, so I'm just glad it's finally here. Can prove that I can come play. Boy, and could, do you know what your role will kind of be? Have the coaches told you yet? No, nah, they haven't. I know. I'm still, I'm still a wide out. So we're still gonna find out. But you can do some H-back stuff too. Uh, if I have to, yeah. Let's talk about being a blocking wideout. There's uh, obviously that's important in a variety of schemes, different parts of the field. Is that something that you take particular pride in? Yeah, look at my body. I don't like yeah. doing that. That's fun to me. What does it mean, though, just for you and your career to get this opportunity at this point? Uh, it means a lot. I mean, I worked my way kind of like from being drafted, kind of worked my way from being kind of an undrafted person, undrafted player. So, I mean, it means a lot to be able to work my way back up. So, I mean, what was All right, that was uh, Vince Melee, and clearly he is ready to rock and roll and go. Uh, again, he'll fill in for Jeff Swain, the tight end who injured his pectoral uh, muscle. So right now the Cowboys technically have two tight ends on the roster and Jason Winton and Gavin Escobar. Rico Gathers, the former Baylor basketball standout, is not ready to play. Neither is James Hanna, uh, who's been here the last few seasons, the tight end out of Oklahoma, but he's still uh, recovering from a knee injury. So, so James Hanna and Rico Gathers were not options. That kind of opens the door for Vince Maley. And it kind of goes to show, you, you never know in the NFL where a guy's going to get a shot. You know, I'm sure Vince Maley wasn't thinking, oh, this could be my time now that the tight end's down. But uh, clearly, he is uh, working into that role. So, anyways, that's going to do it for this episode. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. We will discuss more of the Ravens-Steelers game on Sunday. A big one at AT&T Stadium as the Cowboys try to win their ninth straight game. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.